You're listening to Real People of Orange County, and I'm your host, Kimberly Martin. This show is a fun and informative look inside the lives of Orange County's best and brightest. These are people who serve their community in a meaningful capacity on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Well, hello and welcome to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is your host of Real People OC, Kimberly Martin, and I am always delighted to be here in the studio. I don't know why, just this is such a great place to be here at KUCI, and we do a lot of meaningful work, and I get to I get to touch in weekly and share with you those things that are important to me and just might be important to you, and so that's just one of the things that I love about DJing here at KUCI. And Real People OC has certainly given me the opportunity to meet some very fascinating people. And every now and then we get an opportunity. You know, I, I've devoted the show to local Orange County people giving a meaningful um, contribution to their community. And sometimes we just get to a place where we think, okay, this idea is big. This idea is so big that... I don't really know that it needs to be um, originated here in Orange County, but it certainly needs to be shared with Orange County. And so today is one of those days where I'm bringing in a guest who has a very big vision. And I thought it was important. It was important to share with our campus life here, but also important to share with our wider Orange County community because our guest today is the founder of Peace Now um, on Facebook, founder Scotty Brewer. Scotty, are you here with me? Can you can you say hello to us? Hello, Scotty, are you there? Hello, hello. Did I lose you somehow? Oh, goodness. Hmm. Scotty, are you there? Hello? Hello, hello, my caller. Hello, hello. Oh, there. Oh, here we go. Okay, we'll try this again. Scotty, do I have you on the air? You do. Oh, wonderful. Somehow I lost you, so I'm glad I'm glad you found your way back to us. <laughs> Persistence pays off. It does. So, okay, so I was just in the middle of giving an introduction to you, but sometimes it's just better for for you to share with us who you are. I was telling Orange County that sometimes there's just a vision that's so big it's important to share with our community. And you have done such such that you have set a very lofty goal for peace now. And I want you to introduce yourself, if you would. Um, Scotty is a fascinating background. We're going to hear all about it today. An environmentalist, entrepreneur, writer, publisher, and now the founder of Peace Now. So tell us a little bit about who you are and how you led us to Peace Now. Well, a little bit about myself. I'm 59 and... Uh always looking for an adventure, and I believe that uh, this life is an adventure, and uh, what I'm here to do is try to uh, make uh, the most out of that adventure, and uh, during that time, I've uh, been a veteran, I've been a father, I've been an entrepreneur, I've sold a business, I've started other businesses, and uh, I've been blessed, and uh, in the last... uh, few years, I decided to share that, and I wrote a book called The Best 10 Years of Your Life, but let's plan on 20, and it's about uh, having a longer vision than what we normally uh, uh, look at. Most of us are uh, caught up with our daily activities, uh, rightfully so. We have to pay our rent and get the kids off to school and uh, all those things that normally occupy our mind, but 
most people plan their vacation more than they plan their lives. And that's the reason when you get uh, older, a lot of times you're left with less than what you thought you might have for retirement or you're unfulfilled because you never did do that volunteer work or whatever it happened might be. So the book comes with a 20-year calendar, and it's a wall calendar. You put it up there, and it's big, and it's in the way, and it's uh, something that lets you really look out to the horizon and see if you like the path you on. And this Memorial Day, I was writing an article about our veterans, uh, Army Captain Bruce McFarland and Marine Lance Corporal uh, Stephen Stevens, who uh, both died in Afghanistan in 2012. And as I was writing that article, I was uh, discussing how we should honor our fallen with peace so that their uh, sons and daughters uh, wouldn't have to uh, go to war. And as I got to the end of that article, uh, I wrote uh, this. This is the last two lines of that. Peace now is our duty to begin today. Peace now is our world declaration. America, peace now is our resolve, our gift to the fallen, and our vision for this world, this Memorial Day 2013. So I did that the Wednesday night before Memorial Day, and Thursday I got up, and I uh, guess I'd slept on it, and I asked myself, why don't we have peace now? Everybody I talk to really seems to be over all of the continuous fighting and the expenditures and the wasted lives and the uh, fractured uh, families. And I couldn't come up with a, a real good reason why we don't have peace now. Uh, I looked at, well, what's our government doing? And I was like, you know, we supply arms to so many sides that we're really one of the biggest arm merchants in the world. So, right. you know, our government isn't really setting a high uh, standard for uh, trying to get peace. And then I said, well, what about our religions? And I said, no, uh, as much as the religion helps people individually and helps communities, that uh, ideology is what uh, causes a lot of the problems. So I really thought about it a little more deeply, and I'm like, you know, I don't even hear, can't think of a standard bearer for peace right now. So I kind of humbly stuck my hand up in the air and said, I'll do it. And that Thursday I bought the website domain peacenow.co, and I started thinking about, how that could be organized and how could that vision have a chance on working. And I looked at what I thought was how much money is there in war? And, you know, the government spent $766 billion on uh, 2011, and over the last 60 years, we've averaged the United States, and that's just a portion of the money that's spent each year. We've averaged $400 billion a year. So in order to overcome that type of, uh, of bad habit and 
the benefit that that brings to such a few people, but still they're very powerful. I said, we have to have a goal that when achieved will be so much momentum that it can overcome the uh, tremendous walls of resistance that will stand in front of us. So, so why not a billion people? A billion yeah, people. A billion. How did, to, how did you come up with that number? Uh, you know, I believe in big vision and big goals. And when we're spending $400 billion a year, and it looks to me that we have to have something that cannot be denied. It's, you know, so that's impossible. You can't get a billion people. But if you do, that's a game changer. So there's 2.5 billion Internet users for the first time in history. And there's 7.2 billion people on the planet. And that's a big, big number. But my guess, and it's a gut, I could be off a million or 200 million, but my feeling is 6.8, 6.9 billion want peace. And there's just a small fringe that uh, is either crazy or benefits from uh, the economics of it. Now, these one billion people aren't just, in your mind, one billion people. They are one billion peace ambassadors. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, what the goal is, is to reach out to all 196 countries. And so far, we've got signatures for 45. And we just, you know, the idea popped in my head in May. And then we had to get a website up and we had to get... How are we going to get the word out there through social media? So uh, the, having already had 45 countries, and what the idea is, is that you sign the petition that we have uh, a personal pledge that we will be uh, peace seekers and we will be peaceful within ourselves and within our families. Uh, just uh, about three weeks ago, I participated in a domestic violence seminar here in Indianapolis. And part of being a worldwide community at peace begins at a local level. And that begins within your family and within your community. So uh, a peace ambassador, which I have on my business card, and I have been a lot of things, but I take the most pride in saying that I'm a piece of bass. So, so now if you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And this is Real People OC. Um, we air from 4 to 5. And right now um, uh, we have on the air with us founder Scotty Brewer of PeaceNow.co. And Scotty is sharing with us the vision that really just came up so quickly for you. Wait um, you know, back in May, and it's already creating, I would say it's fair to say, a huge, you know, a bit of a storm around you. And, um, and this experience is, has just kind of, it's, it's percolating, and you have a huge goal of having one billion peace ambassadors. Um, would that be one billion people that you want to sign up on Facebook, or how is that working out? 
Well, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, the reason this can work for the first time in history is that we have the uh, Internet and we have enough prosperity that people have computers in their homes or they can go to the Internet uh, cafe in uh, Egypt or wherever they happen to be and uh, we, you know, and go and join hands globally. So uh, the, you know, one billion people from around the world is only possible because uh, we have this social media. Now we're hoping, and it's turning out that way, that through Facebook, you know, people go there and they see what we posted that day and our message about uh, peace and uh, signing the petition, and they'll like uh, like us. Uh, a lot of times they'll share that with their friends. So that's uh, a big factor in uh, how the word is getting spread. And one of the other things within being a peace ambassador uh, is that uh, taking on just a little bit of responsibility so that when you say that you're going to be a peace ambassador, uh, you uh, say that you will tell one new person each day about peace now. And uh, and I have a glorious time doing it. If I'm standing in line at the grocery store, it's like instead of being aggravated because I'm standing in line, now I've got somebody in front and behind that I get to talk to. And uh, the reaction is wonderful. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a blessing to be a peace ambassador and spread the word. Uh, so, but the social media, uh, you like us on, uh, face, Facebook or through, follow us on Twitter, but the actual, where uh, you make the difference and sign the petition is our website. And, uh, the reason we have to do that is that when we get a billion signatures, and we will get a billion signatures because that is how deeply people want peace now, is, Once we get that number, we'll deliver that petition to the United Nations and to all 196 governments on the planet. And my feeling is that uh, I even say it's not a petition, it's a proclamation. When you get one-seventh of the world to agree on something for the first time in history, that is the shift that will make everything uh, before that you know, look small, that the vision and the resolve of that many people will be the change that will create lasting peace. Absolutely. Well, so, are you, okay, so have you checked with Facebook? Can they handle one billion uh, likes and members on, on their website, or are you going to have to open a couple more? Uh, <laughs> you know, there are some, some things that... Uh, problems you hope uh, will occur, but I believe uh, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg are gearing up for, uh, you know, they would love as the Internet expands, and uh, like we have with 2.5 billion users now, uh, uh, as that grows, uh, the potential uh, pool of people to participate will grow, and uh, I'm sure Facebook will go with that, but uh, you, there are some problems that we can't foresee, and there's, uh, you know, uh, 
we march forward fearlessly because if you take the step, the ground will appear below your foot. That uh, we have faith in ourselves and our brothers and sisters and the desire that that peace really is our natural state. And uh, this warring has come about due to uh, poor communications and we've grown up. You know, five hundred you know, five hundred years ago we were still torturing people in terrible ways and we still do some of that today, but it's uh uh clandestine and it's the governments that are doing that and uh the madness that they uh have is something that uh the family of mankind is looking to change that uh we uh need to change some of our leadership but the way we do everything is starting by being peaceful within ourselves and then joining hands through the internet, through Facebook through our website and uh, changing our path and our vision for all time. So, okay, so what do you what do you think the reason is that you've gained so much attention so quickly from across the globe? And then tell us how you're being able to measure that from from a from a uh, influence of the other countries. You talked a little bit about those that have signed a petition. I'd love to understand the mechanics of that a little bit more. Well, within uh, we've been one of the reasons that this is possible for the first time is that uh, the tools. I mean, you know the the website infrastructure and the hosting facilities. The uh, we use uh, a platform underneath our website called Nation Builder, and it's what uh, the Obama campaign used to organize their volunteers. Uh, so, uh, you know, and they had one of the most uh, successful web. Uh, political campaigns ever run and I've always been a big fan of if somebody else has invented it and it works uh, let's not reinvent it so uh, we can we have the metrics to see you know where people have signed up from uh, same thing on uh, Facebook when we go in and look behind our likes we can see what countries are uh, signing up and in what numbers. And I am happy to report uh, to our skeptics that say, well, we want peace here in America, but those uh, Middle Eastern countries, they don't really, you know, they don't want peace, and they're fanatics. Here's the uh, order of likes on Facebook. Uh, Egypt is signed, uh, had more likes in the United States. The United States is second. And then after that is Indonesia, India, and the United Arab Emirates. So those countries that have been uh, torn up with war internally and externally are the ones that are flocking to the opportunity to create peace. Now, when you say that that 45 countries have signed on, are you talking about making a communication with the administrations of these countries, or it's just people from those countries are joining this this cause that you have going on Facebook? We have 
people from 45 countries that are uh, signing our petition, uh, liking us on Facebook. So it is actually, uh, we won't, uh, our strategy, our uh, way to uh, walk forward without uh, trying to uh, pick sides, because uh, once you pick a side, the other side will be against you, is that we are non-political and we are uh, non-religious. We believe that if you are a devout uh, Christian or Muslim or atheist, you can still want peace. So uh, we uh, uh, we haven't approached any government yet. We believe that the mandate will occur when we have a billion peace ambassadors from all 196 countries in the world. That will then allow us to uh, step forward and make a difference. And I could be wrong about some of this, but what's so wonderful is that we're starting on this journey. And if we get into the 50 millionth person, you know, we're going to be uh, having peace ambassadors that are geniuses and choreographers and musicians and writers and visionaries. And as they see that what's going on and join us, our creativity for coming up with solutions will uh, lead us to ground that I don't even see yet. It's just the uh, a glorious you know, creation that we're taking off and beginning. So I don't have all the answers, but I know they're all there and they'll be given to us. Okay, so now there seems to be that there's probably a bit of a grassroots effort that needs to take place in um, in our local communities to make something like this work. Can you give me an example? You're starting with your own community, I, I'm sure. But if a community wanted to duplicate it, let's say um, some something like here on UCI um, ca- campus, if somebody wanted to take up this mission, how would you recommend them go about applying a grassroots effort to building ambassadors here? at UCI or here in Orange County? There are several ways to do that. One is that as since we embrace creativity and ideas, that when you uh, become a peace ambassador and contact us and say, I want to have the uh, uh, pets for peace or the gays for peace or the uh, EMTs for peace or the students at Berkeley for peace or, you know, whatever that happens to be. Uh, we want the, and, and look upon it with joy that, you know, this should be fun. This is the first time in history that we're going to gather this type of momentum and join hands in such numbers that uh, if you have something that you want to do, then let's communicate. You know, you sign up as a volunteer. And then uh, if you're the first volunteer in Germany or at a certain campus, you better believe that I'm emailing you and saying, do you want to be the student organizer? Oh, and, interesting. You know, if, and then, you know, what do you need? Uh, Saturday, the uh, day after tomorrow, is International Peace Day. And uh, if you go to our website or to our Facebook page, there's links there for a contest. 
and uh, we're hoping that uh, universities uh, get together Saturday and uh, 200 people and form a, a huge peace sign and take a picture from above or, you know, 10 people get together and do a mural of some peaceful scene uh, and then take a picture of it and then submit that or get together with some friends and choreograph a, a flash mob to uh, uh, John Lennon's uh, Imagine. Uh, we don't care. We, I love creativity. And uh, so the first thing you could do is say, I'm going to get together and we're going to submit uh, a video or a photo of our vision of peace right here on our university. And it doesn't even have to be a university. I had some friends the other day that worked at Arthur Murray. They're instructors, and they said, can we do it? I said, if you want to be a peace ambassador and you feel that you have a, a, some kind of a creative uh, expression of peace, then do it. And the United Nations even is part of this as uh, on their website. Uh, feast for Peace. Uh, how, how did you get United Nations in on this? Did they just respond to a request, or how did that work? Well, the United Nations uh, is the sponsor of it, International Peace Day. So, uh, actually, I just got the idea from them, and then they have uh, up on their website the uh, idea for Feast for Peace, where if you were in the Middle East, you would... Uh, Ask, uh, if you were Jewish, you might invite some, uh, Palestinians over and you sit down and break bread together. You know, you can, you don't have to do big glorious things all the time. Uh, sometimes it's the quiet, small things that you do right within your house that will make all the difference. So if you can't participate with, uh, because it's too late, to organize something like that for Saturday, then just invite somebody over and uh, uh, communicate and talk about uh, some of the problems. And then, uh, you know, maybe you could just uh, have a uh, peacenow.co sign-up party. Ah, beautiful. Get, yeah, just get, get people together and, you know, we're going to... Uh, uh, have a beer bong and sign up for peace. Because <laughs> I remember my college days. <laughs> oh, that's priceless. So it, it's just as easy as, as that. If you go to Facebook, go to Twitter, peacenow.co, you can look at it in a little more detail if you'd like. Um, <coughs> pardon me. The website, again, is peacenow.co. And then on Facebook, you search by saying Peace Now Community, right? Yes, yeah, it's okay. actually facebook.com slash peacenowcommunity. But if you search peacenowcommunity, uh, you'll find us. And uh, uh, we welcome every like and every share and uh, look forward to, uh, you know, building a community that really wants to look at our future with uh, a different vision. That as we look at how we're going to go from 7.2 billion people to 8 billion people by 2025. Uh, is that going to stretch our resources? Are we going to need more solutions for clean water? Uh, are we going to take care of uh, education and uh, 
third world countries so that those people have an opportunity to uh, get more out of life and uh, break the uh, poverty cycle, which uh, makes all the uh, continues with the uh, problems that can continue to uh, have peace uh, be threatened because we're fighting over water or food or those kind of things. So, so, in a way, you're gearing people up to get ready to live a little closer to each other and figure out creative ways to do that. If if somebody were, were thinking about how, well, let's say this, when somebody is signing up, signing the petition, what are they personally committing to doing? Well, they're committing to uh, tell one new person a day. They're committing to... Uh, Live peacefully, and that's within you know. And that begins within yourself. That there's uh, a lot of things that you can do if you've uh, you know uh, count to ten before you blow up, or if you're in traffic and somebody cuts you off. You know, I always like to you know you want to react immediately to uh, you know that sob cut me off. Well, you know you don't know if there's a sick child in that seat and they're trying to get to the hospital and uh, with traffic sometimes you just have to force your way over so I always like to say give that person the benefit of a doubt about what they're trying to do and that can be the same thing uh, at an office environment so this is a you know if uh, somebody really messes up but you know they're passionate and believe in your mission and your uh, vision, then they didn't do it on purpose. It was just a mistake. So if you put things in the terms, the best terms possible, then you can uh, dissipate some of that fire and anger that you might uh, utilize because you're emotional. So answering your question again, what are you committing to? You're committing to uh, living peaceful within your family and your community, and that will carry across the globe. And then if people wanted to participate on a greater level in their communities, are there suggestions on the website about what they can do to not be a political activist but to become maybe more active in the community to spread these ideals? Do you make suggestions like that? Every day our website changes and we utilize the creativity that uh, comes from uh, folks like yourself. And uh, so just last week we added uh, more uh, instructions on how to uh, do things for International Peace Day. So uh, as we, you know, we've had the website up about three weeks, and uh, so the short answer is no, we don't have anything like that there, but two days from now, we may very well have something like that. Okay, so back to the International Day of Peace. Let's talk about why this is so important that they have set aside a day for this. Well, the main thing is, is if you look on 
the news each night, uh, you're bombarded by violence and visions of uh, anger. And I think we're being very modest, and the United Nations is uh, uh, wanting at least one day to be uh, placed as the forefront of our minds to focus on international peace. And uh, there are many peace organizations out there. And uh, this week, uh, there's uh, efforts around the world to uh, recognize that this is our natural state of being, and there's so much that we can accomplish when we're working together in a peaceful manner. So uh, the International Peace Day uh, focuses our attention away from uh, war. Um, I think Mother Teresa said that if there was a war demonstration, she didn't want to participate in it, but if there was a, a peace march, she'd be right there. So uh, that's what we focus on, is that we're not uh, looking at uh, defeating anything with more violence or fighting against it uh, that type of way. We are looking at filling the world with people that uh, believe in peace and become peaceful and just through changing that much energy and that much thought that we create peace rather than defeat something. And I think it can be uh, demonstrated by uh, some of the slogans, you know, the war on poverty, and we have more people living in poverty than we ever have, or the war on drugs. Uh, we find that uh, it's still pervasive in every community. So uh, we look at things a little differently. You mean when we use the perspective of war to battle certain problems we have internally as a country? Sure. It's like yeah. the, uh, even with Syria, which we finally uh, uh, did not... Uh, intervene, and you may have different opinions about that, but I, I did see a slogan on uh, that uh, killing is bad, so we're going to kill the people that are killing. Right. Um, <laughs> Seems uh, a nonsensical. Like, yeah, kind of makes sense, you know. Uh, we, we think that that killing that they're doing is wrong, so we're going to kill those people. Right. Yeah. And which just perpetuates uh, the violence and the uh, that's not the way for a more uh, for people to join together. That's decisive, and somebody always gets hurt that way. No matter what side you think you are, or which uh, God you think is blessing your cause, it really doesn't work that way. We need to really look that we are just one family on really a shrinking orb that makes us really one community now. Right. So that, why would we want to fight our family? Why would you want to go fight your brother, you know, or hurt your sister? So it doesn't, make, doesn't make any sense. So true. And, you know, it's funny how so many people in our society now seem to understand the term collateral damage and have gotten so comfortable with it that they've almost accepted that. And it's it's interesting to me because if you really sit down and think about what collateral damage is to, you know, any military effort, 
or effort to quote unquote spread peace, you you really get to hear how how little we understand what that means to the communities that um, are experiencing you know the collateral damage. I um, I want to just pause for a minute and let everybody know that if you're just tuning in, this is Real People OC here at 88.9 FM in Irvine, KUCI. And I'm your host, Kimberly Martin, and I have with me today Scotty Brewer, who is the founder and the driving horse behind Peace Now. They are an organization looking to enlist one billion peace ambassadors who will generate the momentum, passion, participation, and creativity to bring about a new era of lasting peace. Now, Scotty, I find it interesting that in your bio, you have a background in the military, in the United States military, in the Marines. Can you talk to us a little bit about how that might have influenced you? Well, when I was uh, growing up, I grew up next to a uh, uh, a man that had served in Korea in the Marines. And uh, he uh, really took that... Uh, once a Marine, always a Marine, and the spirit of Corps. And I thought that that was a, a beautiful, you know, a salute to uh, his fallen comrades and the brotherhood that they faced. So when I went turned 17 and finished with high school, I did four years in the Marine Corps. And I learned a lot there. Uh, uh, I did learn how to... Uh, uh, utilize weaponry, and uh, uh, but I also learned that uh, there's many other aspects to uh, you know that are horrid. Uh, and in boot camp, when you go into that gas chamber for the first time and uh, breathe in uh, that gas and come out gasping and uh, sick, and uh, but. I didn't immediately become a pacifist. Uh, you know, it took a, a lifetime of uh, getting hit over the head, really, of uh, in looking at what we're doing that it became so overwhelmingly stupid. I mean, it, World War One, World War Two, Korea, when our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines came home, they were discharged. And then they would mothball the fleet and the planes. And you used to see all those pictures of out in the desert of all these planes and the ships. But for the last 60 years, we've just escalated and built more. And $400 billion for 60 years, it's a staggering number. And if we would have been spending a tenth of that on vaccinations, education, and brotherhood, I don't think we'd be fighting a single war anyway. So my military uh, uh, training provided with me a a lot of things, uh, a lot of experiences, but the most uh, important experience was life and seeing the suffering over and over that uh, poor decisions and the conflicts that go on and on. Okay, so one of the um, things that we look, do when we're looking at the news and we're looking around us and we, you know, we maybe take a step back and see if there's 
any other country that we want to emulate. Um, can you tell me about what some of the more peaceful countries are and how they've achieved peace in their communities? Sure. Uh, I think it's, uh, if you look at the, some of the top uh, rated uh, peaceful countries, it wouldn't surprise you that they're like Norway and Sweden and uh, uh, the Scandinavian countries, but there's also uh, New Zealand, Australia, and Vietnam is in the top ten of the most peaceful countries in the world. And uh, They came by their lessons a very, very hard way. They did, you know, they, but once we were out of the way, uh, uh, they uh, have, you know, unified and become, uh, you know, and stayed out of other conflicts and stayed out of the uh, Cambodia and some Laos and some of those internal civil wars that went on after that uh, killed millions of people. Uh, but uh, to answer your question more directly, I think the countries that uh, are the most peaceful uh, look at uh, human dignity uh, is very high, that they have good social structure for education, for child care, so that their population is uh, uh, prepared to take care of themselves and to work as a community to for uh, the betterment of uh, their country. And, you know, that's part of, uh, you know, when you have that um, daycare and nurseries still within some states today, there's tremendous uh, political, oh, we don't want to, you know, that daycare or that preschool or that uh, breakfast program is going to cost too much. It's costing too much because we're spending $500, billion, $600 billion a year on our military. So if we want to uh, emulate the more successful countries, we don't uh, need to spend that much money on uh, anything other and uplifting ourselves and our children and taking care of our uh, old people with dignity. It's just about, you know, having a heart within that starts within, but then because so many people have that common vision in that heart that it actually, you get people that are elected that way and that follow uh, a social structure that, takes care of people and one another. Interesting. So, okay, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real People OC, and I have on um, the air with me Scotty Brewer, founder of Peace Now. It's fascinating. Your goal here, Scotty, is to be an organization that enlists one billion peace ambassadors. And we're, we've got about 10, 10 or 12 minutes left on our show. We're drawing down on our hour just a bit. But... Um, I just, um, well, let me go ahead and give out the resources here again. Facebook, you can search Peace Now Community. Twitter, Peace Now CO. And then their website, Peace Now CO. Um, that's actually um, a place to go to learn a little bit more about Scotty's vision. And, um, you know, let's go over again one more time the things that you think people can do now in their lives today to encourage more peace. Like within themselves? Yeah, or within their communities. Okay. Uh, when we, I like to uh, look at uh, problems 
in solutions based on who my friends are. So if you uh, are, were someone that had a bad temper, then you should probably uh, find people that uh, uh, have strengths in kindness and uh, uh, practice nonviolence. If you, let me give you an example of that. If you were an alcoholic, you join AA. If you were uh, someone that uh, uh, abused drugs, you would join an organization that uh, had meetings and structure and that would uh, provide you the, uh, you know, the support that would allow you to uh, resist that. So uh, if you want to change your life, change your friends. Also, uh, meditation and mindfulness, that most of the time uh, when we're being violent, it's uh, because of emotion. You know, I used the example of road rage previously, that uh, you get immediately you feel indignant because something occurred, but if you just took a couple of deep breaths, and this goes back to uh, yoga, and that uh, uh, is a wonderful exercise for both your mind and spirit, that breath is a way of controlling yourself, and it gives you that chance to uh, know, you know, that really wasn't that big a deal, and you can release that. So uh, those are two methods that I use. I don't like to say count to ten. I just like to say take uh, three deep breaths. Um, and then uh, ask a good question. Sometimes it's not uh, about you controlling yourself in anger or uh, being peaceful. You might uh, find a, a, that your spouse comes in from work and is like, you won't believe what happened at the office today, and I'm just furious. Well, you sit there and let that conversation uh, <clears throat> listen and just be a, uh, a non-passionate observer, then you can allow that uh, passion and that emotion to be released. But sometimes it just builds. So you need to direct a different path out of that so you can say boy that was really uh, terrible what happened and I I can see why you would be upset instead of you know I'm outraged I'm upset and then you deck on right I'm upset and then you know then after a few minutes and say well that would disturb me too and you kind of de- used language to de-escalate the passion out of something and lead somebody back to, okay, you know, uh, I'm glad you're over that now. What do you, you know, are you going to have some solution for that tomorrow and change it into something more positive instead of just an emotional reaction? 
Very nicely said. So if you're um, joining us in this discussion with Scotty Brewer about peacenow.co, this is an organization that once they do reach that one billion uh, mark for one billion ambassadors having signed their petition on the website, kind of more like a peace proclamation, if you will, people standing together f- with um, that goal. You plan on taking this to the United Nations. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, uh we also plan on taking it to all 196 countries of the world. And uh, uh, we believe that, you know, one billion peace ambassadors and one billion changes of heart will be the motivating, uh, uh, overwhelming catalyst that will allow momentum to shift so that we can uh, create uh, a world peace. Also, at that point in time, you know, we can use the creative suggestions that uh, we gather along the way that we might not even have thought of yet that might allow us to do, uh, you know, organize uh, the gut, suggest that the governments form departments of peace that uh, uh, don't exist. But the United States, Benjamin Franklin, uh, introduced the uh, first legislation uh, for the Department of Peace back when uh, we were a baby country. And since that time, it's been introduced 50 times, and it's never passed. But uh, perhaps uh, down the road when we have uh, a billion signatures, we might have 196 departments of peace in uh, every government in the world, uh, and that... Uh, would uh, be truly astounding. But, uh, again, I believe the most important change is that uh, within a billion hearts that have committed to peace, and I think that all of us have six friends. So if we have seven billion people in the world and we have one billion uh, uh, people that uh, become peace ambassadors, we've actually touched everyone on the planet. And, uh, Kimberly, that's what really will change the world, is that when you have everyone committed to peace, we will have peace now. It's, it's so beautifully said, and we are closing in on our hour together. We um, have some time to put up here, just to let everybody know how to get a hold of you, Scotty. Um, Facebook.com, you can search Peace Now Community. <clears throat> And I love that you can go on Twitter, Peace Now Co. Um, you know, you you also have a place if people want to help the cause, they can go and donate to Peace Now, peacenow.nationbuilder.com/donate. Um, you have a few things that if people do donate, that you offer back to them to help them then influence their local community around them with a suggested donation of twenty five dollars. Um, they have, um, obviously you welcome larger contributions, but um, there are some downloadable items that they can use to put forth their effort locally. Can you tell me about some of those items? Sure. We have a uh, wonderful uh, uh, poem set to music that will inspire you and it can be uh, downloaded and shared uh, within your family or uh, church or synagogue or mosque or whatever you do, or just... Uh, uh, listen to uh, on your iPad, or uh, we also will have uh, very shortly a screensaver 
of uh, if you go to uh, our web page now and look at that beautiful uh, uh, child that uh, has the uh, paper dove and it's getting ready to launch that into the air. It's the beginning of peace that you'll be able to download that uh, as well. And then uh, uh, we've got some other big plans, too, that uh, for bigger donations that we'll, we'll be putting up there in a few days. But uh, right now uh, we're looking for, you know, the piece, uh, uh, the poem and the uh, screensaver. And then you sh- will be able to also download your own uh, pledge of peace. So when you go to the website and uh, look at the uh, ambassador ple- pledge, you could uh, print that out, sign it, and then hang it on your wall or share it uh, uh, as an inspirational statement within your family. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it does begin at the home, doesn't it? How we speak, how we talk, how we treat each other. It happens around the dinner table. It happens. It happens with our closest friends, our classmates, especially as our population grows. You really, you really just need to learn how to get along. And um, Peace Now is certainly putting that out there with this pledge opportunity for people to go in and sign and, you know, really make a decision if they want to participate in this. Um, I'm I'm so thankful that we had the time together. And you're going to be an inspiration. I love how you have on your Facebook page that you listen to John Lennon's Imagine every day to get you motivated. <laughs> Can you comment on that really quickly? Well, that is just, you know, uh, I've got it. Uh, I downloaded it onto my uh, phone so I can listen to it. But if I really have the chance, I like to go out to uh, uh, the Internet to uh, YouTube because that one, uh, where uh, Yoko was going around and opening up the curtains and then comes and sits down behind John at the uh, piano. It's not only the song that uh, uplifts me, but it's the real love that you see between those two people. And, uh, you know, passion for life and for love, and for someone so close to you can give you that much more power. You know, it's not one plus one uh, equals two. Um, when you have uh, that kind of uh, relationship, it uh, bolsters your energy and your uh, drive, and, you know, it makes your, you know, you, it, it can takes your, it is a family, and as we look, become a world family it's that love for one another and that realization that we are one that uh, you know we are the same stuff that rocks are made out of and the same thing that the stars are made out of and that uh, energy the scientists have proven that the universe is expanding and if we're <laughs> the same stuff that the stars are then our natural state is to be expanding as well And I like to think that we expand with love and not with uh, bigotry or self-centeredness. Scotty Brewer, it's been a pleasurable hour spending it with you. Thank you so much for taking the time with us here at KUCI. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much, Kimberly Lee. Okay, we'll see you on Facebook. Take care now. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye.